0: Yo, 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 welcome back into another episode of Jake's Takes. I am your host, Jake Masucci, and today I am super excited to do my first college football preview. I'm super excited for this. I'm pumped. It's my first year kind of looking at college football and, you know, really diving down and breaking it down for you guys. I'm super excited to do it. Um, you know, I'm pumped. I did a lot of research looking into these teams and getting excited for the season. So I'm just going to get started without further ado. I'm going to cue the music. All right, welcome back into another episode of Jake's Takes. I am your host, Jake Masucci, and today we are going to do our well my official college football preview and this is just going to be me I kind of wanted to put my predictions out on the table I was I just wanted to do this on the Monday morning that we were doing it and I was really excited I was putting some research I was really trying to find a guest for it It just didn't work out so I'm ending up doing it by myself but this is going to be a lot of fun I'm really excited for this so I'm just gonna get right into it and um What I'm going to do is I'm going to kind of base it off of a different ranking, and I'll put my ranking next to it while I'm talking about each of my top 10 teams. So we'll go through my top 10 teams, some sleepers I have, and we'll get into my prediction too. So let's go through my top 10 first. To start at number one, I think it's clear and obvious, it's definitely Georgia. They're my number one in their college football I got it from College Football News. They're top 10. It's Georgia number one. And talk about Georgia a little bit. I mean, this team, they're sensational. They're bringing back most of their defense. They're really deep, and they've always been super deep on the defensive end. They really use a lot of people. Um, One of the advantages that they have is that they – sub in more than almost anybody in college football, which makes their defense so hard to handle. And you could say, oh, they're not as experienced as they were last year. Maybe not, but these guys still played. It's not like they didn't play in these games, and they were unbelievable. Georgia's defense was better than any defense we've seen in a long time these past two years. So like looking at that aspect, it's like, geez, this Georgia defense is something else. So their defense will be back. The only question is, you got a new quarterback and you got a new offensive coordinator. So that's gonna be really interesting to see how it works. But um this office coordinator comes from a running system, kinda of like the old Georgia days where they had like the Sonny Michels and um the Nick Chubbs of the world and all that stuff. So we could see more of a running attack. Their quarterback is Carson Beck. He's gonna be a four he's a four-star from Jacksonville, Florida. So we'll see how influential he is to start. But looking at Georgia, it's always been that defense that has just been so hard to contain and stop. So I don't think it's the same Georgia team that we're used to, but it's definitely a Georgia team that should not be not number one because this team is just flat-out unbelievable. So I have them at number one, and I don't think it's even close, really, at all. So looking at number two, and this one actually has it different than mine. College Football News has number two as Ohio State. Most AP pools have Michigan. I have Michigan at number two also. Michigan's returning so much this year. Like, literally, their whole defense is back. They're unbelievable. You got J.J. McCarthy going in at the quarterback position. He's flat-out incredible. Looking at it that way, Michigan is just unbelievable. Like, with J.J., you got Blake Corum, you got Donovan Edwards, you got most of your offense coming back. You lost a little bit. You lost Eric All, and then you lost Cade McNamara. Um... And on the defensive end, they lost a tad. Not much, though. Not much, though. You still got Will Johnson over there. And Michigan's going to be tough. They're going to be really tough. The one game that scares a lot of people is they're playing at Penn State. And we'll get into Penn State later. They're definitely on the top ten list. But looking at Michigan, they're clearly returning the best. They have one of the best defenses in the country coming back, most of them coming back. You got J.J. McCarthy, who's an experienced quarterback, and I'm much higher on than most people are. I think he's got fantastic get back. And the most important get back is Blake Coram. We'll see what he's doing coming off the injury. But if he's anywhere close to where he was, he was running at a Heisman level, and he's definitely going to be something scary. So I love Michigan at number two. I think they're the clear favorites out of the Big Ten so far. And I got Michigan at number two. Looking at number three, College Football News had Michigan at number three. I'm putting Ohio State at three. And Ohio State, very good. It's definitely going to be interesting to see who, can, who ends up at quarterback. From what I'm hearing, apparently it's going to be Devin Brown, who's very athletic, very talented for Ohio State. So that would be definitely interesting. I saw also Kyle McCord has been working... Working his butt off trying to get that position, but it's looking like it's going to be Devin Brown, so we'll see what happens there. But it's definitely going to be interesting with that Ohio State quarterback position. But on the offensive end, they're returning everybody else. Marvin Harrison, unbelievable. Ekbuka, I love Ekbuka. I think he's a fantastic receiver. He's coming back. The one issue that could be trouble for Ohio State on the offensive end is the offensive line. They lost a lot, including Paris Johnson, who was unbelievable. I went to the Ohio State-Michigan State game. This guy is a monster, and he's going to be something in the NFL. I'm very excited to see him in the NFL. But looking at Ohio State, it'll definitely be interesting to see how their O-line adjusts. They always bring in great O-linemen and will definitely like be filling that in with four and five stars, so I'm not too worried about their O-line, but that could be interesting. Another Another thing that will be interesting to watch is their secondary. Their secondary has been weak. They weren't great against a team like Penn State. They weren't great against a team like Georgia. Stenson Bennett really put a number on them, and then J.J. tore them apart in Columbus last year. So it's definitely going to be interesting to see. I think if Drew Aller and J.J. McCarthy take some steps up, those two quarterbacks might be difficult to be to deal with just like they were last year for their secondary. So it could be interesting there. I think Ohio State's defense is going to have some work to do. They got to improve. They were young last year, so there's got to be some steps to move up from. because I think a lot of people expected them to be way better last year than they were. So there's definitely going to be need to be some steps up, but I'm still very high on Ohio State. I think Devin Brown or Kyle McCord, whoever it ends up being, is going to be very successful in the system, and you clearly got the best receiving weapons in college football by far on your end. So they should be chilling. Going over to number four on the College Football News Top 10, it's Alabama, and on my Top 10, it is Alabama. And Alabama, man, they're back. They're going to be very good. They brought in a lot of five and four stars. It was definitely, They had the number one recruiting class. They're unbelievable. At quarterback, it's going to be interesting. It's either Tyler Buckner or Jalen Milrow. And Jalen Milrow has not been very... Very good to say. I mean, he played a little bit last year and wasn't really that impressive. So there's definitely some ups and downs, and we'll see if he's he's able to come through and be that guy for them. It's going to be very interesting. They brought in Tommy Reese as their offensive coordinator, which is part of the reason Tyler Buckner came in, because Buckner was the quarterback for Notre Dame for a long time going into last year until he got hurt. And Drew I think it's Drew Pine took, took the spot after that. Um, but looking at that, Buckner is very... Intuitive, intuitive with the system and knows what he's doing. So I think Buckner will be good there. And then Dallas Turner returning on the defensive end, getting a lot of five stars added with them. I mean, this recruiting class, like, you just can't count out Alabama. I saw a stat that, like, every three years, Alabama's back and looking for another championship, and they're pretty much like a lock to put them there. So it's hard to. Bet against Alabama. That's why I have them four right now. I'm not sure where they're going to finish. I like some other teams in the SEC, which we'll get to in this top ten. So this is definitely going to be interesting, and I'm not sure exactly if they're going to finish in the top four. A lot of this isn't finishing; it's just where I have them starting. You know, Um, so I'm definitely interested to see what Alabama is going to be because there's a lot of questions. But you got to put them four out of respect for Saban and respect for the Alabama culture that Saban has created. So I'm I'm putting them four here. At my number five, and this might shock some people because they're not very high on this college football news top ten, and they're not very high on the AP pools, but I'm just going to, number five on the college football news is USC, but my number five is going to be Clemson, and here's why. I think Clemson is the clear favorites out of the ACC this year, and I don't think it's very close between them and Florida State. Cade Klubnik is going to be unbelievable this year. And that's the quarterback that uh, he played half the games last year. He took DJ's spot after DJ really struggled and this guy is so talented with the football in his hands. He reminds me a lot of Trevor Lawrence. I don't think he's there as a quarterback. He's not that good. Trevor Lawrence is one of the best quarterbacks we've seen in college in a long time. But this guy, he has something. He has that it factor, dude. He is flat out sensational. They also got a great linebacker in Jeremiah Trotten coming back. He's fantastic. They're their defense, too. Like, they've always had such a great defense. And these past few years, they haven't been where they wanted to be because their offense hasn't been there. But guess what? They just got Garrett Riley. And he just took this TCU team to unbelievable heights last year. And there's no way that O'Reilly's not going to make you have a great offense. And Clemson adding him... With a guy like Kate Klubnick, who's so dynamic and so talented, it's so hard to bet against them. So hard to bet against them. That's why I got Clemson this year. They got Florida State at home this year. They're going to have USC. It's going to be challenging, but I really think Clemson's going to be able to do it this year and have a great year doing it. So I got Clemson at five early just because I really like them, and I'm excited to see what's to come with this team too. So, moving over to six, I got LSU, and this is what I'm talking about with the SEC because I've already listed three SEC teams. The SEC is so talented this year, so talented. College Football News has at six Penn State, and we'll get to where they have everybody else, but um, LSU, man, like... This team's unbelievable, flat-out unbelievable. They got their quarterback returning, Jaden Daniels, who had a pretty solid year last year. And they have the second-best transfer class coming in in the country, which that is a huge stat, huge stat. I didn't even mention with Michigan, Michigan had the top – transfer class coming in and most of that is off the offensive line which is flat out incredible because they already had a great O line but getting to LSU they have the second best transfer class and most of this was on the defensive side which was absolutely huge because this is one of their weaknesses from last year Georgia absolutely cooked them an SEC championship on the defensive side and we saw a lot of games come down to the wire they just lost to Florida State on a missed extra point nonetheless like that was such a sensational game and um yeah, the missed extra point at the end. That was an unbelievable game. I'm so excited for their Florida State game this year. I really think it's going to be a good game and it's going to prove like who the best team is. I think LSU is that better team. So if I'm picking week 1, I got to go LSU. I just think it's Brian Kelly's second season. This is where they the players finally understand the system. They're going to be better. Jaden Daniels' second year under the system, and then you got so many guys on the defensive end now in this transfer class. Like they really realized, okay, we weren't very good defensively, and now we're bringing in a lot of defense. There's no way we're not that. Good. We're not. Bad on defense, like they got to be good and i'm I'm definitely telling you they're going to be a good defense. I think Jaden Daniels is going to take a step up with this offense, and I think l s u is going to be scary and out of the s e c you got alabama and l s u like and Georgia, that's going to be tough. And it's going to be really interesting to see where it all ends up. But LSU, they got a tough game week one. So I'm very interested in LSU-Florida State. That's going to be a crazy game with Jordan Travis versus Jaden Daniels. Unbelievable. So getting into number seven. On the number seven for the college football news top ten, they have Clemson. I am actually going to be going Penn State Cause I was higher on Clemson a little bit. I had them at five, but going to Penn State, we talked. To, I talked about it a little bit that I was going to get to them. They are very good this year very tough it's it's not a knock to have them at seven this team is unbelievable I think with their defense their defense is like that much behind Michigan's I would have Georgia's defense number one Michigan's defense number two and then I have Penn State's defense number three in the country this defense is an unbelievable group returning a lot they're going to be very talented at the corner position they're returning a lot there and looking at the offense like this team is going to be very good. Like A lot of development here. They had a lot of young guys last year. Drew Aller was a true freshman. Didn't play. Sean Clifford ended up playing. So Aller got to learn a year under him. And then you got these two true freshman running backs that were unbelievable And Nicholas Singleton and Katron Allen. These guys were unbelievable last year. And now they're only going to get better. They've had a year to adjust. They've had a year to get going. And they're only going to get better. And With that, they also have this great defense that just isn't talked about enough. So much depth on the D-line and such great secondary play. Like, unbelievable. So I really think Penn State's going to be tough. And I think they're actually a tougher matchup for Ohio State than Michigan. I think Michigan might be able to handle them and if I had to pick right now I would have Michigan beating Penn State and Penn State beating Ohio State that would be the one thing I'd have Michigan Ohio State I have no clue that's definitely going to be interesting and there's a lot there's a lot of time here that's just me saying it out loud before the season starts so don't take this as my prediction or anything I'm just saying what I think right now I think Penn State just has a better matchup with Ohio State just because their defense is so talented and looking at Ohio State's defense I just don't think they could compete with how Penn State played. I thought Penn State last year played really well against an Ohio State team and probably should have won that game if they had a little bit better quarterback play, which I think Drew Aller could provide for them. So, it's going to be very interesting to see where Penn State kind of lines up in that aspect of it. All right, looking at number eight, and it's definitely time to get to the Pac 12. The Pac 12 is unbelievable. At number eight on the college football news, they had Utah, which is definitely a little too high for the Utes. I'm high on the Utes, but not that high. I mean, this college football news, it's okay. It's not great. It's definitely not like the AP pool or anything. Looking at eight, I have USC at eight with Caleb Williams. This guy is going to be probably, if he's not the Heisman winner, it would be a shock, I think, to the world. This guy's unbelievable. One of the most dynamic quarterbacks we have seen coming out. This guy can throw on the run. He, he can do it all. I think he's probably the most talented quarterback we've seen coming out, and I I think he's better, more talented-wise than Trevor Lawrence. I think Trevor Lawrence is like the perfect prospect type. Caleb Williams is the guy, though. Like, he's unbelievable. Caleb Williams and Trevor Lawrence, I think that's a discussion for greatest prospect. This guy's unbelievable. And finally... USC's got some help on defense. They went after it in the transfer portal just like just like LSU. They didn't do as good of a job as LSU, but they did try their best on the defensive end. I think they're going to be better. I think the Pac-12 is tough, and I'll talk about another Pac-12 team that I like next. But um, it's definitely going to be interesting. I'm excited. Caleb Williams is going to be good. They lost their running back, which is going to be kind of huge because their running back did a lot. I think his, his name was Travis Dye. I'm pretty sure that's right. And... Um, but it just remains to be seen about the defense. Like I need to see it for a few games before I'm like, okay, this is the team, you know? All right, moving into number nine. Number nine on college football news. Let's see what college football news they had. LSU. So I'm putting Washington as my number nine, and that's mostly just because of Michael Penix. This is another quarter. Like Pac-12 is a quarterback conference. They have unbelievable quarterbacks in the Pac-12, and looking at Michael Penix, this guy's just. He's just unbelievable. He's so talented with the football. And Washington showed last year that they are a team to be reckoned with. They're unbelievably coached, unbelievably talented. Michael Penix was... Clearly, a Heisman ca- candidate at times, and Washington showed that they were for real, and that's why I'm putting them at nine here, just because I think they're definitely going to be dangerous uh, coming into this year. I'm very excited because um, I'm trying to get tickets to go to a Washington Michigan State game. I really think they're going to be a very good game to watch, and I'm excited to see Pennix play in person, and that could definitely be interesting. I think Washington's going to be a little bit of a scary team this year. Looking at number ten. I got Texas. I'm throwing a Big 12 team in. I love Quinn Ewers. I think Quinn Ewers is just going to take a step up to make it very difficult for people to pick against Texas. Texas has a great defense also. They're really going to be talented on that end. And I feel like with the Big 12, we're not seeing many people in the top 10. Like We just don't know what to expect from anybody. But I think we can have some expectations for Texas because I think Quinn Ewers is that guy. And he's going to be very talented with all this stuff. So I'm very excited to see that. And that's going to wrap up my top 10. I'm going to take a little break here. And then when I get back, I'm going to talk about some sleepers and then... I'll throw a college football prediction at you guys. Hello, hello. This is Giovanni Mosheri. You may have heard me a couple times on Jake's Takes. I am the sports media director of Oakland University's campus radio station, WXOU, and I've been the host for about two years of a weekly sports show called The JOMO Show, where we cover all of Oakland University athletics, including a weekly update on scores and highlights, as well as interviews with athletes or those otherwise involved in athletics. You can listen to The JOMO Show live on WXOU Thursdays at 6, or you can tune in to me afterwards on Spotify. It's The JOMO Show. All right. Welcome back into the show. And we are now going to get to some of my sleepers. And then I'm going to give you my prediction for who I think will end up being in the college football playoff. And who I think I will win. Who will win. I already told you guys that I think Caleb Williams is going to be a Heisman Trophy winner. And to be honest with you, college football is kind of flawed in that area. Where the Heisman Trophy is the only thing that really matters. So we're just going to discuss some sleepers. And then I'll get into who I think is going to be in the playoff. All right, so let's get into it. Um, I'm going to start in the SEC, and I'm going to go with Kentucky. I think Kentucky is very scary in the SEC. And a lot of people will be asking me, like, Jake, why do you think this? Kentucky wasn't good last year, and they had a top-tier quarterback in Will Levis. Well, was he really that top-tier? Because he slipped to the second round, first of all. And second of all, LSU, or I'm sorry, Kentucky, they just rehired Liam Cohen. And Liam Cohen, this guy is a very good offensive coordinator that was there with them before. And they had a very dynamic offense beforehand. And then last year, he left for another job. And that job didn't work out, and now he's back. But with Liam Cohen, the offense is very spread out. He's very good. And now you're also bringing in a very dynamic quarterback in Devin Leary. So, I think it's going to be very interesting with that style. And you might be asking, oh, wait, they didn't really work on their O-line. What are you talking about? Yes, they did. They actually worked on their O-line. They brought in a couple transfers. And it's a lot better than it was before with Levis. So, you add that. And then you're also missing Chris Rodriguez, who was a very good running back last year. But Kentucky's able to... Bring in those running back plays. And they run a very good running scheme and I think it's going the offense is definitely gonna work. And you're looking at the defense, Mark Stoops runs a fantastic defense on that end. So I'm not worried at all about Kentucky's defense. So looking at Kentucky, I think they're gonna scare a few teams. I think it's gonna be very difficult to get past the Kentucky team. That's gonna be scary on the football side. I know we're not used to saying that, but Liam Cohen runs a great offense. And Devin Leary last year was very good. Good. NC State did a did a lot. Like they were scary to some teams. They almost beat Clemson. Like they can scare a few teams. And I think Leary's a very good quarterback, and he's he's gonna have some success with this Kentucky team. So Kentucky would be my number one sleeper to look out for. Number two sleeper to look out for is definitely Oregon State. And Oregon State man is just. They were so good last year. Like, this defense is unbelievable. They had a—the USC game that I watched was unbelievable, and it made me fall in love with this team. They're so well-coached. They're so dynamic, and now you add in a transfer named DJ Ukulele, and I, I'm i not saying it's full name right. It's just not going to happen, but— You're looking at him, and he's such a dynamic quarterback. We've seen his potential. He had an unbelievable game against Notre Dame the first time he came in for Trevor Lawrence when he got injured. He is a fantastic quarterback. Yes, it just hasn't worked out in Clemson. But I also told you the last time I talked about Clemson, which was earlier on this podcast, that Clemson doesn't really have a dynamic dynamic offense. And now they do because they brought in Garrett Riley. But now you're looking at Oregon State, Oregon State had a pretty dynamic offense. They had a solid quarterback last year that was able to make some plays down the field and they got a great running back. They got a great running system. Uh you could DJ's going to have all the help he needs and it's going to be very interesting to watch. Their defense is going to be so dynamic so Probably the best in the Pac-12 for sure. So I'm looking at Oregon State and I'm like, this is going to be a top 10 team when it's done. I'm all in on Oregon State. I'm very high on them. I love DJ. I love their defense. I think they're going to be very talented and very tough to deal with. Looking at my third sleeper, and that's definitely Notre Dame. And that's because you bring in a guy that's more... It's more for me, it's just questions. Like I'm very intrigued with the Notre Dame team. They had a lot of expectations last year, fell short, lost to Marshall, lost to Ohio State, lost some close games, Marcus Freeman. Then, by the end of the year, started to figure it out. They beat Clemson. They made some good wins. They figured it out, and now you're bringing a guy like Sam Hartman, who's eight. Flat-out stud. Flat-out stud. I think this guy's underrated. He is a fantastic quarterback. He had a great year at Wake Forest last year. Really talented quarterback. They almost beat Clemson, too, in a fantastic shootout where there was about like 120 points scored in the whole game. He's a fantastic quarterback that can really move around in the pocket, create plays. He's unbelievable. and This is going to be a question answered season where we figure out if marcus freeman is for real and i think he is i think he's a very good people person i i really like his coaching personality and i'm actually kind of rooting for notre dame which i don't think i've ever said being a michigan football fan but i'm kind of rooting for notre dame because i like marcus freeman and how he puts himself out there and i also like sam hartman i think sam Hartman's going to be a great fit for this program and i think it's going to be very interesting to see where notre dame lands and I'm excited to see them play this year. I am. So I think Notre Dame's a team to look out for. More just because Marcus Freeman's fantastic. I like his coaching personality. And Sam Hartman's going to be interesting, man. He's going to be interesting. So that leads into my last sleeper. And that is Texas Tech. I'm Going back to the Big 12. I really like their quarterback, Tyler Shao. And I don't know if I'm saying his name right. I'm very bad with names, as people know, on Jake's tape. But, um... It's more just because of the coaching, and that's Joey McGuire. This guy has always put Texas Tech in a great position. It was his first year last year. They went 8-5, and, and he's just so consistent with the way he coaches. He's just excellent coach. Texas Tech had a lot of improvements last year. They were very interesting in the Big 12, and I'm really excited to see what they're going to do this year. I think the Big 12 is a lot more open than people realize, and you know, we'll see. I think if they can beat a team like Oklahoma or a team like Texas, could really put the Big 12 on notice and maybe be another TCU type story. I don't know if they could get that high. The TCU story was unbelievable, but I think Texas Tech is going to be a team that's kind of scary this year. All right. So that's going to lead into my college football playoff prediction. And yes, this is another short podcast. I kind of like doing the short podcast form um, when it's just me. And yeah, college football preview probably should be more in-depth. But that's okay. I'm fine with it. Um, we're just going to get into it. So let's get into my college football playoff and let's just get into it. So I think if I'm looking at it my top 10, I think Georgia is a must. And that's just because in the SEC is the best conference in the world. It just is for football. It's a flat out insane conference. And you're looking at it, like Carson Beck, I think, is going to be very good. And Georgia has no schedule. They don't play anybody throughout the whole year. They're not going to play anybody until the SEC championship. And I think that's going to lead to Georgia winning the SEC, going undefeated, and being the number one. I don't think anybody's going to be able to top them and I think they're going to be the clear number one. Looking at number two I got Michigan and that's because I think they're going to run the table. They're going to win every game and then they're going to take out I'm going to pick Wisconsin out of the Big Ten West. They're going to take out Wisconsin in the the Big Ten Championship and I think they're going to do it. I think Michigan's so good. J.J. McCarthy's unbelievable. Blake Corum and I feel like they're going to figure out a way to give J.J. more touches and Just, I mean, more touches in the passing game, but um, just finding a way to get J.J. comfortable and able to make those plays and get him out in open space, and they're going to win all the games that are necessary for them. So I think Michigan is definitely going to win the Big Ten, and that's my pick for my number two in the college football playoff. And then looking at number three, I'm going to put Clemson. I think Clemson is also going to run the table. I think this team's unbelievable. I think they're going to beat Florida State. They're going to roll through everybody they play. And this team's just, they're tough. They're so tough. K. Klubnick is going to be unbelievable. I talked about it a lot. Uh, Jeremiah Trotten on the defensive end. He's an unbelievable linebacker. And he's going to lead that defense to being one of the best defenses in the country. And I'm very high on them. I'm very high on what Garrett Riley can do. So I think Clemson... Michigan and Georgia are all undefeated and in the playoff. So then that leads to my number four, and I'm going to put LSU in my number four. I think they're going to squeak that four spot after losing to Georgia in the SEC championship in a tight game, very tight game. I think they're going to squeak that four spot. They're going to be super dominant throughout the year, beating Alabama in a close, close, close game, maybe losing one. I could see them either losing. If they lost to Florida State, that wouldn't be a bad thing because then they could still run the table, make the SEC Championship game, and lose. That would lead to them having two losses, which could be interesting putting them in a playoff position. But I think they're going to have at least one loss, which will either be the SEC Championship game or it'll be before that as a Florida State loss or Alabama loss or something like that. So it's definitely going to be interesting, but my four is going to be nothing crazy. It's going to be Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State, or not Ohio State, sorry. It's going to be Georgia, Michigan, number four, three is Clemson, and number four is LSU. That is my top four right there. Um, I think it's going to be very interesting. Now looking at the matchups... LSU playing Georgia again, which I don't think they would do. It's, it, it would definitely be interesting in here because like you'd have a rematch-type scenario. So, um, I mean, if it was a rematch-type scenario, I'd have to go LSU over Georgia because I don't think Georgia would be able to beat them twice. And I also think LSU matches up pretty well with them. So I don't know if the SEC Championship Georgia-LSU... I don't know if Georgia wins that game. I think LSU has some ways that can beat them and would definitely make it a very crazy game. But I think if they matched up in a playoff game, LSU would beat them. I think they're more talented and could find some ways. And I love just that everybody's coming back. So I'd have LSU in my championship over there. And if it's Clemson, Michigan, like that's so tough for me. So tough. I think I'm going to... I think I'm going to have Clemson win that game. I do. I love Clemson. I'm very high on Clemson. So I think I would have Clemson beating Michigan. Michigan and Georgia going down, which would be unbelievable. And then an LSU-Clemson championship. And I would go with LSU. I'm rolling with the Tigers this year. I'm all in on them. I think LSU would beat Clemson in the championship game. And, yeah, I mean, I think Brian Kelly gets it done. I think they're an excellent team. LSU man is very good. Jaden Daniels is unbelievable. I'm rolling with the Tigers there. So, that's going to be my college football preview for for this for this year. It's my first one. Very excited to do it. And this was a lot of fun, man. So, um if you're new to the podcast, please please check it out, subscribe on YouTube, uh like, share Go follow on Instagram. We're also on Twitter or X or whatever it is. And we're also on Facebook. So go follow. Do whatever you got to do. And thank you so much for listening to Jake's Takes. I appreciate you guys. And I will see you next time. Peace.